I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 no,
Okay, hang on. It's extra, extra, read all about it. That goes back 100 years to newspaper salesmen. It, it does. Little kids used to sell newspapers back then, and they would say extra, extra, read all about it. This is a little bit different. Whether it had any news worth reading or not, they would say that. Read all about it. Your life Climate it. change is real. No doubt about it. Do it again, please. Is that what they're saying? Climate change is real. No doubt about it. You know, climate change is real. We've changed, what is it, point seven point zero seven percent I think it's 0.5. It's less than 0.5 over less 100 years. Less than 0.5 over 100 years. So I guess we should get ahead of it. <laughs> so over the next 100 years, we won't be able to get out there and say extra, extra, read all about it. Chants aren't unique for the left, though. Remember this chant in Richmond when they had their little uh, last year when they did their little uh, environmental chant? Ain't no power like the power. That's, that's, that's catchy, too. Ain't no power like the power of the sun because the power of the sun don't stop. <laughs> what, did, what did we do to the sun? We haven't done a thing to the sun. We've never sent a spaceship the to the sun. We We've seen aliens it. out there sucking plasma off the sun, re regenerating their ships, but we've never been out there doing it. Is the chant? The alien stuff doesn't melt. Our stuff melts. As <laughs> simple true. as that. I need alien help Throw here. a stick of butter at the sun. See what happens. See what happens. But the alien ships sit out there and suck plasma. You know, the problem with the climate change and is that we've fact, got pictures it is the to sun. prove it. It is the sun. That's the problem with the climate change. It's the sun. If we could stop the sun, if we could just put a big shield up and stop the sun, the planet wouldn't heat up. A sun shield. That That's, sounds very that futuristic. Cool? So this idea that New extra, TV show, extra. The sun shield. Extra, extra, read all about it. The cute little clip from these little activists, young activists. Is it true? Should, should, should we read all about it because it's true? There are 50, and you can check this out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. There are over, there are well over 50 examples of how climate change has gotten it wrong in our history. Like in 1967, the, the extra, extra, read all about it headline, dire famine by 1975. Hmm. We're all going to be dead. 1969. Oh, wait a minute. We missed. We missed out on We missed that date. We didn't show up to die. 1970. The headline, Ice Age by 2000. The same year, 1970. Like but, um, we, but, but where's the ice? 1970. Same headline. America subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. Hmm. 1971. New Ice Age coming. 1972. New Ice Age coming by 2070. Oh, they got all that wrong. So let's just jump forward in a few years. How about 1980s? 1989, New York City's West Side Highway underwater by 2019. Wow. Huh. They missed that. So these little climate activists are impassioned about a complete falsehood. They lay awake at night about a complete falsehood. Here is Jamie Margolona. Jamie is... Uh, one of the witnesses that was called to the House Climate Committee this week, she's 17, was yesterday. As a witness? As a witness. Witness. A witness. What did she witness? They call witnesses. And witnesses come forward and they say, here's what I know. And this smart, remember, this kid's 17. I don't know what you knew. It's, well, 
I knew what you knew at 17 because I was. I knew what you knew at 17. <laughs> exactly. I would say. Nothing. Come here, punk. Exactly. How much allowance you get? You want to hear what Jamie knows? <laughs> Give me your money. Listen to this 17-year-old kid at the House Climate Crisis Committee. My name is Jamie Margolin, and I'm a 17-year-old climate justice activist from Seattle, Washington. You imagine climate that justice, justice activist. activist. How proud are her parents? <laughs> a climate <laughs> justice, justice activist. I wonder if she knows what that means. Climate justice. I don't think she has any the, idea. Their parents drop her. It sounds head. cool. What wonder par- if she has a badge. <laughs> parents must be going. What's your daughter? She's 17. She's a climate justice. Where did that terminology come from? Justice in the climate. It, it's so whacked. Anyway, here we go. Start again. My name is Jamie Margolin, and I'm a 17-year-old climate justice activist from Seattle, Washington. I'm missing a lot of school to be here. It's my seat. Then don't! It's your choice. Are you trying I mean, to get us to cry for you? It's only It's only exactly. Your year of high school... I have college application deadlines looming over me. And to be honest, I've barely even started because I'm too busy fighting to make sure that I'm actually going to have the future I'm applying to study for. <laughs> and what's that? Can you believe this is this? This is real. This is real. These kids think this. They're they're concerned to even apply for college because it may not be there. Then don't go. Right. What are you all worried about? In fact, why not sit back, party and enjoy it? But I'd be willing to bet you. That the temperature hasn't changed at all in her lifetime. On average, when you're 70 years old. Right. It's a great bet. I'll take that bet. All right, your phone call's next. Wait till you hear the rest of this. The rest of this is even more appalling. You will not believe it. 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace. A crisis. I can't believe it. So far in our country that teenagers are now panicking about the planet not being here. You know, when we were kids, we had a legitimate concern. It was, you know, nuclear annihilation. Yeah, we did. And and here's schools back then would have these, some kind of nuclear alert. And we'd all get down and get against the wall. Like that matter. Like that's going <laughs> to exactly. help at all. All that's going to do is bury you in bricks. You know, the, I mean, but they did it anyway because... Hey, what's the what was the real the real concern for us and teenagers at that time was that was getting blown off the face of the earth. I don't remember fried to a crispy crunch in an instant. But I don't remember you and me laying awake at night, going, "Oh my gosh, I can't plan for college." I never, I I never saw a meteor fly over, thinking, "I wonder if that's a nuclear bomb in the Holocaust." I, I never. But teenagers today, they're insane. Listen to this kid. This is again. This is Jamie. All of them aren't. All all of them are not oh, insane. Okay. I've got to oh, tell okay. you, I met Miranda's uh, new boyfriend, and oh, no. I'm sure oh, I didn't. No. I didn't question him a lot, but some, you know, just getting to know the guy. And uh, they were over the house last night. And as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty conservative kid, which is wonderful because I really like him, and he's going to 
straighten out any question Miranda might have had. Good. Because I've tried. But uh, she was pretty level-headed conservative. So is Nate's beyond level-headed conservative. He makes fun of all of the candidates that are running. So you're right. Not all 17-year-olds are completely whacked, except this climate justice warrior here. This climate justice warrior who was in front of the House climate crisis, she continues. I have college application deadlines looming over me. And to be honest, I've barely even started because I'm too busy fighting to make sure that I'm actually going to have the future I'm applying to study for. I want the entirety of Congress, in fact, the whole U.S. government, to remember the fear and despair that my generation lives with every day. And I want you to hold on to it. (laughs) Seriously? If I was sitting near, I would have stuck a red hat on my head and went, I mean, fear and anguish every day. Fear Every and day. Anguish. Who's lying to this girl? Things are looming. I mean, looming. Who uses that word? Looming over her. College applications. Looming over her. I wonder if she knows that every single prediction since she's been alive and before has never come true. Is this girl really thinking that she's going to lay in bed in anguish? Why? Why doesn't she get it? I mean, she's 17 years old. Oh, I know why. It's. The teachers. And it's complete media propaganda leftism. Her parents have to be leaning to the left to tolerate it because I wouldn't oh, tolerate it for I a know. second. No way. I wouldn't mind. First of all, do we really want our children worried about multi- here's here's what the left has done to our kids today. They've they've convinced them that the planet's doomed and over and humanity is bad. Well, you know they, what? The planet is doomed and it will be over. When the time comes. When God says so. Yes. When he comes back on, yeah. But, but and that's the right perspective. The wrong perspective is right. what left is teaching kids today. They're teaching them that the next best thing is two men raising a child or two women raising a child. Or they teach them at the earliest age possible what, what I guess, gayness is. And they're teaching them that the planet is coming to an end. Everything our kids are being taught is complete garbage. And here is the continuation of this woman. Listen to this 17-year-old high school student who said... She's busy trying to do high school, and the planet's ending. How do I even begin to convey to you what it feels like to know that within my lifetime, the destruction that we have already seen from the climate crisis will only get worse? (gasps) Everyone who will walk up to me after this testimony saying that I have such a bright future ahead of me will be lying to my face. (laughs) Well, how do you think people— Oh, my gosh. This is real. This is real, She's 17 years old, and I hate to— I don't want to make fun of her. She but put she's, herself out there. She's, she's designed she did. to make fun of. She, she did. did this. She sounds a little arrogant. People go, she's just so sure people go and come up to you and go, wow, wow. You're, you're amazing. You've got such a bright future. By the way, we're lying to you. The planet's over. We're lying to you. There is no future. We're lying. That, it's so ridiculous. All right, please continue. After this testimony, saying that I have such a bright future ahead of me, will be lying to my face. That's the right. reality is my generation has been committed to a planet that is collapsing. Your entire generation? Not your entire generation, sweetheart. A planet's collapsing? You are being sucked in by a liberal teacher. You're being sucked in. The, you know, your entire future, if your entire future is going away, it's because the planet's going away because... Jesus will return and straighten you out. This is this poor kid. I feel bad for her, actually. 
I, I feel I know. really bad. She's, it's just a shame. Too, because it's a waste of a good time. You would think, you think she's, she's going to be very angry when she finds out all of this <laughs> exactly. complete diner. I look like an idiot on national TV. All right. She, she's not even halfway done. She was on the national TV. The fact that you TV. were staring at a panel of young people testifying before you today, pleading for a livable earth, should not fill you with pride. It should fill you with shame. Okay. You're shame. Okay, so shame on you, Scott. Since there's young, shame. <laughs> since there's, shame. Since there's young people on the committee, which apparently they invited, they should feel shame because of it. You think the people well, we on should the feel panel, shamed, the right? people on the panel, the congressional people on this panel, are they responsible for the death of the planet? This yes. young lady thinks. Yes, they are. Is America yes. responsible? She actually thinks America is a planet that can go out and fix things. The fact that you are staring at a panel of young people testifying before you today, pleading for a livable earth, pleading should not fill you with pride. It should fill you with shame. Pleading for a livable earth? This, this, this is a joke, planet's right? not, These last few days have been incredibly livable. I mean, <laughs> exactly. they really have. They've oh been my cool. gosh, the whole The air time. smelled it's fresh. unbelievable. It's like... How unlivable. Um, you ought to be fearful. You should no, never sleep. There was it. no cow... Gas out there. Did the you windows were open. Slept with the windows in this horrible planet we're on. I can't believe it. That really happened. Not livable. Just not livable. Youth climate activism should not have to exist. You're right. We are. It's ridiculous. Agree. It should not that's have to the exist. The first thing What's, you said that's true. <laughs> exactly. You parents are complete. Where are your parents? Is what I want to know. It shouldn't have to exist. It. it there's no reason for it to exist. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Exhausted <laughs> because we have tried everything. You have you. Have what you have tried you tried? Everything? What have you tried? You tried everything. Have you been running Bless around killing cows? What I mean, what have you been doing? Cow right. tipping and then stabbing them? What have you been doing? 454-1366. 454-1366. More from this poor 17-year-old. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott Lee and Richard Lee? If it weren't so scary, it'd be funny. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Inconceivable. This poor teenage, 17-year-old teenage girl shows up at the Climate Crisis Committee in the House. She spills her guts out how awful it is that she won't have a life. And it's a complete lie, but it's interesting to listen to her. The shellfish, salmon, orcas, and all of the beautiful wildlife of my Pacific Northwest home is dying due to ocean acidification caused by the climate crisis. But by 2030... We will know if we have created the political climate that will have allowed us to salvage life on Earth or if we acted too late. (laughs) Solving the climate crisis goes against everything that our country was unfortunately built on. Here we go. Colonialism, slavery, and natural resource extraction. That explains everything, doesn't it? Is she saying we should go fish there? Unbelievable. Fish are dying anyway. They probably jump on our hook. Is that what she's saying? No. What she's saying is America sucks from its beginning and it sucks now. This is a liberal mindset. It doesn't surprise yeah. me she thinks this way. All right, coming up. Um, how about praying to plants? Will that help the environment? I've been doing it for a while. And <laughs> it hasn't ridiculous. worked. Unbelievable. That in your phone call. Can't get my tree to grow any orange. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. Back off, sir. No opinion, no slant, 
just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The science of climate change is leaping out at us like a scene from a 3D movie. We built this city. <laughs> we built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 434, outside the Capitol, of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the city on the James. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far <laughs> left, is Richard Lee. That's, that's right. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. Seriously, they're open, 454-1366. All right, let me come back to this for a second. This climate change justice warrior who's 17, who sat in front of the House Climate Crisis Committee. Yeah, I'm surprised there's a committee. They by have that. a House Climate, climate Crisis, Crisis Committee. If that's not a waste of taxpayers' money... I don't know what it is. But we we heard something from Jamie, this 17-year-old, at the end of her little speech about where her mentality came from, what she thinks of America, and it really influences her climate change wackism. Listen to this. Or if we acted too late. Solving the climate crisis too goes late. against everything that our country was unfortunately built on. Colonialism, slavery, and natural resource extraction. She's natural a, resource she's a, extraction. She's so wrong. And this That's, is a great window uh, into who this person is. She hates America. She hates America. Do you have any gold jewelry, Jamie? Because that's a natural that's, that's resource extraction. extraction. <laughs> exactly. And uh, if, if if you want to put it back, you can put it back. That's, that's disgusting. That That's how people think. I you don't know, like plan, America. America is it. disgusting. It's built on all the wrong things. We're not going to fix the climate change issue. Slant your gold somewhere where you'll remember where it is when you, you know, later in life get a brain because you're going to want your jewelry back. But right now, that's a natural resource extraction. Do you drive a car, Jamie? Because gasoline that powers that car is a natural resource extraction. She she hates the country. Almost everything you do is a natural resource extraction. Are you breathing my air? Because that's a natural resource from the planet, and every time you suck it in, you're extracting my air. You know, this is this is exactly the problem with this debate. It's not so much that it's about trying to make the planet cleaner. It's about politics. I hate the country. Ralph Northam signed a big thing this week, executive order setting a goal to make the state's renewable energy 100% uh, clean by 2050, as if that will make any difference at all on the planet and Ralph Northam did it because of sea level rise in Virginia. It means nothing. You can feel good about it, but it means nothing. And you nothing. know, it's a bunch of, anybody can predict something by 20. I predict by 2050 will be ruled by an alien breed of Whatever. creatures that will be thing. ruling this earth and will have ray guns and everything else. Then why even go to college? We'll be yeah, really, because you might as well join one of the rebel forces so, that's going to protect us from the evil aliens that are coming. So think of it, twenty fifty or before. That's a good good point about twenty fifty projections. But here's the, here's the deal: this teenage girl has shown us her her liberal thought. Ralph Northam's the same way. Abigail Spanberger this week said the same thing. She's all in favor of this big climate crisis thing. 
The problem with this debate is not so much that it's theory, that it's becoming political reality, and it's going to impact us all for the negative. Well, what, what about the farmers, the cattle farmers? You know, part of this pile of dinosaur dung is to kill all of the cows. You're going to pray for the plants, but you're going to kill the cows? Aren't cows <laughs> living things. God's creature? I mean... A seminary in New York took turns this week praying for plants or confessing to plants. According to their, uh, their, their statement, today in chapel, we confess to plants. Together, we're held our grief, joy, regret, hope, guilt, and sorrow in prayer, offering them to the beings who stain us, but who gifts we too often fail to honor. This is pure paganism. It's, it's laughable if it weren't part of real policy today. The seminary added, in worship, our community confessed the harm we've done to plants. Speaking, harm? Speaking directly we to repentance. Plants. We, we, we nurture plants. And if There's a plant in my kitchen nobody ever waters. I walk by and look at it, and it's all droopy dead. I water it. it. You're, you're harmed. I don't drop to one knee and say a prayer over it and then water it. I just water the plant. You see how insane this is? This is the, how insane this entire thing is. And by the way... It's normalized. You think, oh, it's just a few wackos. It's not. The entire mainstream media, the entire Democratic Party, the entire group of people running for president of the United States would pray to a plant. I guarantee it. There's a lot of, uh, there's a big organization that will go out in the woods periodically, take a bunch of people with them, and they'll pray for the trees. They pray for the trees. Now, see, we're laughing at this, and rightfully so, but there are plenty of people who, by the way, don't want God mentioned in any platform for the Democrats, but will play to, pray to a plant. It's insane. You want to, Here's what else is interesting. Climate sins. NBC News has a link. This is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> and by the way, that link, I think, is at our page, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Here's what it says. Climate confessions. Even those who care deeply about the planet's future can slip up now and then. Tell us, where did you fall short in preventing climate change? Do you blast the AC, throw out half your lunch, grill a steak every week? It's a plant confessional. Share your anonymous confessions with NBC News here. You can write a confession or you can click to view the confessions. Let's click to view the confessions, shall we? Here's a list of confessions by real human beings that really think, this is Americans. This is crazy. This is the, it's, it's, it is absolutely crazy. This is, this is what it says. I live where the temperature is regular 100 plus. I keep my thermostat at 71, which means that my two AC units on my house literally run all day. Well, uh, you know, you have the right to set them on 81 or 91. It's your right to do so. And if I want to set mine on 61, I will do so. You have the right. These people are sinning. They're climate sin. Is there I would be a sinner on a climate sin because think about it. I though. would cool the house down. There's no redemption for a climate sinner. There's well, not. My plants would like it. But, you know, when you when you when you fail and you sin, there's usually a redemption path, but not in a, not in the not in the planet world. There's no redemption. Only the redemption they have is to eventually look at people who don't hold that belief and hold them in contempt. That's exactly what's happening in our culture. Here's some more confessions. You want more confessions? It's a little crazy. Um, I eat beef, and I'm, oh, here, th- this is what's interesting about this whole thing. 
Some of these have been used as a, as a joke. So people are jumping on here and joking. Here's one. I run my AC 24 seven. Um, this is some of the jokes. I'm not going to sweat to appease this climate religion. Good. Uh, others said I drove 80 miles to work every day. I eat meat every day and won't stop because it's good. These are all some of the good ones. However, there are some, there's some real ones in here. Some people seriously upset that they've sinned against the planet. As green as I try to be, I print all my documents at work because I'm better able to edit that way versus on a computer screen. What a sinner. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that person actually um, does that. I do Think not. Of what he's done to the climate already. Right. Here's, here's a confession, a, a climate confession. I do not recycle and use plastic bottles. Oh, no. These are anonymous, by the way, so you can't hunt them down and hurt them. As I some use plastic bottles. Do. I squash them into a little thing, and I play basketball with them yeah, that's in the hard. trash can. Yeah. I use them. That's often. You know, we, we're, we're mocking this to some degree and kind of laughing at it. We're but mocking unfortunately, it to some degree. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, this is reality. This is where our culture is going now. We have 17-year-old kids who can't sleep because they're being lied to about the climate. There's, now, there's a difference be between pollution and climate. These kids of course parents. I would. I would lose my mind. Exactly. Kids can't be kids anymore. Maybe the parents have lost their mind, and that's why they All right. kind of endorse this. Your phone calls on this, 454-1366. Coming up, Jennifer McClellan, State Senator McClellan, may have just endorsed reparations for slavery. You won't believe the comments on race. That is next. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he so you just my heard. mother. You just heard one of these uh, social climate justice 17-year-old kids tell us that she hates the country, and that's why she has the politics she has. It makes total sense. It's a little bit fearful, actually. That's the way it is, but 454-1366. Robert the Farm, dude, you're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. How y'all doing today, guys? Great. How are you? Oh, I'm out here on the tractor, and I got to hearing about the cow flesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought I'd throw a two-cent piece in there. You know, I, I think they want me to put bags on the back of my cow so I can catch all the manure. <laughs> so Either that uh, or get rid of them, one or the other. <laughs> well, what about the, <laughs> what about the buffalo and the deer and all the animals running around? What they don't realize, and when that cow... Poops on the ground, the dung beetles and everything that's good in the ground eats it up immediately. What right. they don't really don't realize that the hundreds of square miles of feedlot in the Midwest and across this country are all excused from water pollution and air pollution through the U.S. government. Wow. Okay. Good. That's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. so, uh, so, you know, when they want to run picket signs on front of my farm, that's where they need to go. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, here's where else they need to go. They need to go to another country. Leave America alone. We're the cleanest. We, we, we don't pollute uh, near to the level anyone else does. We represent maybe less than 10% or even 1% of plastics in the entire world. So we're not the problem. 
Uh, Northam needs to realize that he's just a governor in a state. Spamberger needs to realize she's just a congressman in a small district. Who shouldn't be there. Right, exactly. Great call, Robert. Thanks. All right, State Senator Jennifer McClellan was uh, at the National Town Hall put on by Congressional Black Caucus this week. Congressional Black Caucus. 400 years of our legacy. Jennifer McClellan made some statements, which you might find questionable. What's really interesting is what was said after her. I want you to hear this and think about a state senator who thinks this way in our General Assembly, and the entire General Assembly could go blue and support her. Listen to State Senator Jennifer McClellan. You care, your state governments and your local governments are deciding what gets taught in school. And you're exactly right. We need to go back and have an honest conversation about our history across the board. But who decides what's taught? We need an honest conversation across about our history. We don't have that. I mean, I'm sick of people telling us we don't talk about the history of our planet, of our country. This is absurd. And yes, racism and overt racism is dangerous. But you know what else is dangerous? Race ignorance. Yes. Race ignorance. And that is how. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? I'm still race confused. Ignorance. Race ignorance is dangerous. It's dangerous to be race ignorant. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we need more race ignorance where no one really cares about race and looks at race except this group of con- the Congressional Black Caucus at a national town hall this week. That's ridiculous. She continues. You get a governor who doesn't know that blackface is offensive. He knew. And that is how you have people passing voter ID bills to require a, a birth certificate that don't know in their own state that people born as late as 1940 who don't have birth certificates because of decisions made in our history that we need to know about. Not true. But listen to the next comment. This is someone on the panel sitting right beside her said this. And so, folks, this is why the reparations conversation is so extremely important. Reparations conversation is extremely important. Really? Jennifer McClellan sitting right there listening to this says nothing. It troubles me that when polls are done about reparations, I understand why most white folks don't like reparations. Wow. Wow. I, I guess we should be... Does this sound like a really nice group to be a part of? I understand why most white folks aren't for it. Man, what about dividing us? This actually happens in our country. Jennifer McClellan sitting right there listening to the reparations argument. If they do history, they might. But what troubles me is that the majority of African-Americans also eschew the idea of reparations. We are not all in favor of reparations. Many of us say, well, why do you want to dwell on the past? Well, that past has had an indelible footprint in our present. Yes, it will, as long as you dwell on it. As long as you dwell on it. Today, you can be whatever you want in the greatest country on the planet with more freedom than anywhere. This is the country to succeed. This is the country that got rid of slavery. But you... Think that would be reparations for slavery? We had 600,000 dead people? Isn't enough? Jennifer McClellan sat there and listened to this and never said a word, never said she disagreed with it. Who is the state senator, Jennifer McClellan, this Democrat? Who is this woman? Is she for reparations? I think she needs to be asked that very question. If they do a little research, they're going to find out a lot of people who would apply for reparations have no ancestors whatsoever that were slaves the problem zero the problem with reparations is so many it's unbelievable where's the money come from can you get it right to the the same person it was respond you can't it is absurd it does nothing but divide us yet i'm amazed that jennifer mcclellan a state senator could sit in this thing and never stand up and go wait a minute what would she vote for in the general assembly 
More Democrats in the General Assembly. Does that mean we'll have reparations? What does it mean? I think Jennifer should answer that. You know, I had a, a young man that worked for me, a black man. And uh, when he filled out his tax paperwork, he said, I don't pay federal income tax. Yeah, you told me this. Yeah. I said, why? And uh, he said, because I have an ancestor that was a slave. I don't have to pay it. I can't find that law anywhere. I can't find anyone who can tell me that is, in fact, a law. But I heard a story about uh, a preacher and his daughter weren't paying federal income tax. And the IRS researched it and found out. He, in fact, did not have any ancestors that were slaves, and they were both arrested for it. Wow. So there's some kind of program for slavery out there already. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. MSNBC. Yeah. Is a, is a disaster network. Joy Reid is with MSNBC. She came uh, was on the uh, show this week. Listened, listen to what she said. L- listen to this. You know, my parents are foreign, so I don't have this same um, sort of gauzy vision of either America's history or, or its possibilities. And when you have a very determined... Okay, there you have it. That's the first step. I don't have this view of America that's so great as anyone else does because I'm not from here. Okay, so now we know what you think. What, what's your point? And when you have a very determined minority, in this case, wealthy white men and wealthy white Christian men and Christian Americans who are of the fundamentalist variety, who are very clear that no matter what happens, if they have to pull the South Africa model to maintain power forever, they will do it. And they're not afraid of it. And they're increasingly open about it. What is the South Africa model? It's white. It's white. Essentially, whites take over and imprison black. I mean, it's just that's that's insane. That is insane. That could not happen in the United States. But she actually believes there are wealthy white Christian men who want to do that. This is what's she wrong is with her. nuts. Of course she is. She's but that's crazy. The Democratic a, Party. Uh, what's the word? Loon. That's MSNBC. That's MSNBC. That's the Democratic Party. And they think division is by the Republicans. She admitted that she's not from this country, doesn't like it. Then she goes on to trash Christianity and white men who are wealthy, apparently, who want to bring back. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. But Never happened in the United States. Never. She should. She should find another country. MSNBC. Go back to the country she came from, if, if that's her mentality. She, that's the way she feels about this country. Get out. Bye-bye. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. Coming up. Uh, Democrats want to have a four and a half hour debate on the LGBT community. I don't understand it. We'll How did they it. figure out four and a half hours? Uh, and T-Mac, excited about Virginia turning blue. All that next. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7. They have a genius on their committee. You are a liar. Wheels in Detroit keep on turning a blue collar. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 no. Get a hold of yourself. Simple question, really. It's a simple question. Why? 
Why would Democrats want a four and a half hour debate on LGBT? Is there something missing in our... I, I didn't know we needed a debate on just that group of people. And Richmond. Hey, we're preparing for the great family event called Pride Fest. Hmm. And T-Mac, former Governor T-Mac, is excited about Virginia General Assembly turning blue, and that should scare you. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon. Be safe in your commute. And if you're outside tonight at 7.58, look to the southwest sky. And uh, you may see the space station. I said space shuttle last hour. I was just seeing if Scott was listening. And he was, sure enough. (laughs) Space station, you'll see the space station fly over for about six minutes. Coming from the southwest sky. And how will they know? I mean, how will they know? If you see a light in the sky that looks like something flying over. Like an airplane? It's not. Aliens. No. How do you know? look like an airplane? It's a white light. How do you? It's a white dot. Got it. Okay. And it's flying from the southwest sky to the northwest sky. Yeah. They'll never see it. Yes, they will. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. You're, wa- it's you're ridiculous. You're wasting my. And by the way, who cares? You're wasting my oxygen. Why would I look up there and get, say, oh, "Just get look." Out there's the a room, light that's moving in the sky. It's the space yeah. station. Whatever. Yeah. A lot of people would be very interested in that. Name one. A lot of morons would, but a lot of people would. <laughs> a lot of idiots would. It'd be cool. Take your kids outside. Take no. your kids outside and, and let them see this space can, station. They won't see a fly over. Yes, they this will. Is, the sky no. is crystal clear Richard, out this there. This is my point. They will not you see a space no station. They will only see a light that you claim is the space station. No one knows. Okay, it's actually know. aliens. It's I've got know. the no, inside track. That's not track. the point. That's not the They're point. They're coming. I hope they abduct you and keep you <laughs> for a long period <laughs> of time. You would say that. I would You're, hope. How is a brother supposed to? You're supposed to love me, take care of me. You're my older brother. You're the one who's supposed to doesn't want me hurt, harmed, or. I don't or, want you harmed. I just want you to go up with the aliens. Maybe let, maybe have some probes. I won't go into details. And, like I said, uh, supposed to it'd be take good care for of your you. brother. It'd be whatever. good for you. Be healthy. Right. Maybe you'll come down with a new perspective. It'll be cool to no, take your no, family well, no, outside not, tonight no, no, and say, no. see that white dot in the sky flying over? Richard says that's, that's a space, the space station. station. That's what Richard says, and here's what that's we know about Richard. That's the space station. <laughs> All right. Something's wrong with you. 454-1366. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. You ever heard of the people for the American way? Well, it's not what you think. Scott's it's a, the president. It's a radical leftist group, and it had a little rally in Fairfax this week, and T-Max showed up. And he showed up because there were a group of Democrat candidates there from all over the Commonwealth, and they were rallying to get together to overtake Virginia and turn it blue. I thought their opening was very interesting because you know how they have to start everything with a chant? Listen to this chant. Uh, so wonderful, wonderful for everybody to be here. But what? I was looking at this wonderful. That doesn't even sound like English. Let's try blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so wonderful, wonderful for everybody to be here. But I was looking at this wonderful group of candidates that we have here. And this thought came to me. And wonderful to have our great governor, Terry McAuliffe, with us. Okay, give him a big applause. Listen, this is hilarious. But as I was observing 
uh, this wonderful group of candidates, a thought came to me. And I just thought, let's just open this up with a chant. Okay, everybody? A chant. This is it. Let's all say this is what democracy looks like. Okay, let's go. This is what democracy looks like. Right here. Yeah. Uh, That's a chant. That went over. Is that a chant? I thought you were supposed to continue. I can't believe I missed Say that. it over and over and over and over and over because Terry McAuliffe is is a great guy who who who's not too sharp with the math. So 93 million Americans are killed every day by gunfire. Well, let me say this. I think we need to do more to protect all of our citizens. I have long advocated. Uh, this is not what today is about, but there are too many guns on the street. We lose 93 million Americans a day to gun violence. I mean, I've long talked about yeah, it's this. brilliant. Wow. That's like the only way that could be possible. Like it would last, what, three and a half days? It'd be over. There'd be nobody left except. It's a few stragglers. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. Exactly. That's a real clip, by the way. He really did say it. Just like he really did say that. That's true. And here's what he said at this event. He was at the People for American Way. He got up and spoke after that woman gave the chant. And uh, here's what T-Mac said. So here we are. We're 49 days away. We're going to make history here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, We have an opportunity for the first time in 26 years to have control of the House, the Senate, and the governor's mansion. The first time since 1993. Or not. Well, we, we are in a... It's just very scary. There's, the Democrats have a million dollars infused into their campaign to win back the House and the Senate. They're poised to do that. T-Mac's right. He's like, this is a great opportunity for them. And I'm, I'm a little fearful, actually. Uh, that Does he think 93 million Virginians will get out and vote? <laughs> no, they're all dead by gun violence. Remember that? <laughs> That's right, I forgot. <laughs> So um, there's an election in November. 140 seats are, are on the ballot. And you get to decide who's going to run the General Assembly. Is it going to be blue? Is it going to be red? Is it going to be Republicans, Democrats? TMAC is convinced that we're going to make history. And the first time in 27 years, we'll have a Democrat Senate, a Democrat House, and a Democrat governor, which is Northam because he's already here. So that's pretty scary. And here's what happened. Incredibly scary. T-Max says this will happen if they are in power. Here's what he wants to have happen. How about raising the minimum wage here in the Commonwealth? Yeah, there you go. It's the first step. I mean, why not? Because Why not? $15 an hour. You know, the people aren't striking up there at General Motors right. in Michigan. Those people make $75 an hour. You believe that? You believe that? $75 and they're striking. That's all dollars leftist an people hour. Up there. Yeah. And when they go to work in the morning... And there's not much going on, and they say, "Okay, you group, y'all go home for the day." They're still they don't paid. go home, not being paid. They still making sixty seven fifty an hour. Crazy, but and now, they want to raise because General Motors has become profitable. They still fire hey, the whole stinking bunch. Of course, we should. They're union. I bring in camp. some legal aliens, and I'd put them to work. So and pay them twenty dollars an hour, and they would be. They would be grinning from ear to ear. Mind you now. That's this insane. Is, this is what T-Mac is thinking has to happen. The first thing is raise the minimum wage, which, by the way, economically, that's a, it's, it makes no sense. There's no reason a government should set a wage. There's zero reason for that. But, you know, Democrats always like what government can do. So T-Mac continues. Raising the minimum wage here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. How's that for starters? 
How's that for starters? How about passing background checks, shutting the gun show loophole down, getting rid of these high-capacity magazines? Yeah, loophole? What's a loophole? Well, hey, shutting the gun show it's loophole like down. Sort of like a loophole, only gun different. Gun show loophole. <laughs> gun show loophole. <laughs> so a loophole. I don't know what that is. Gun show loophole down. The loophole. By the way. The loophole is for 93 million Americans. <laughs> exactly. The loophole is for the rest. By the way, there is no there is no gun show loophole. It doesn't exist. It's not like there's one missing. But what is it? The gun show loophole. Okay. loophole. Can we save that? Gun show loophole down. Get rid of these high-capacity <laughs> magazines. Those high-capacity magazines. Yeah, the ones what? that hold seven bullets and ten bullets. That's high-capacity. That's you what know, I have if, on my if, hip if right now. If you had one with 100 bullets in it. I think that would probably be high capacity. They don't even make those. No one's carrying they around a hundred magazines. Of they course don't. not. Nobody's got a magazine that carries a hundred bullets, or even fifty bullets, or even thirty bullets. By the way, there's a delegate running for office, Margaret Castleberg. She's a Republican. She's running because, quote, no one needs a hundred round magazine. <laughs> no one needs a hundred. Round. There's not one. Do you have you ever seen? There one? isn't one. I've, I've never seen a hundred round magazine. You know, they run the, around you'd with have to round? get on a ladder to fire the gun. The I magazine did. would be on the ground. Yes, of course, a hundred rounds. That's two boxes of right. ammo, and you, you you probably need help picking the thing up. <laughs> exactly. Here's T Mac again. Whoopole. So whoopole down. Get rid of these <laughs> high capacity magazines. That will happen. Our first month in office in 2020. All right. So there you go. You got that to look forward to. Yeah. If no more whoopholes. If, in fact, the Democrats take control of the uh, the General Assembly, and they just might. Do you yeah. realize how serious that is? They, they, if you don't get out and make vote and start recognizing right now who's in the General Assembly, who's running, there are going to be two visions for Virginia that you have not even seen. There's one that says we are based on freedom, liberty. We're the mother of presidents. We are the foundation of religious liberty and rights. And then there's the Democrats. And then there's T-Mac. If you go to a gun show, they're going to run a background check. Exactly. They have to run a background check. They have Good to point. abide Thanks by the laws. Up. That's exactly right. They can't just sell you a gun, look at look both ways, make sure no no law enforcement's coming, and then sell you a gun. They don't do that. That's a whoophole. There's that's a, the whoophole. That's the whoophole. Gun show whoophole down... Okay, your phone call's next. Hold four, on. Four, I got to do a whoop hole. <laughs> four, <laughs> four, five, four, 1366, T-Mac, the gift. Him and Joe Biden are phenomenal. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 <laughs> FM. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Scott's got a big mouth. Everybody knows. I'm going to reach across the table and smack him on the nose. (laughs) See if he cares if I pull his hair. (laughs) Your child. Perpetual child. I'm going to smack you. Do you take my dare? Four five four thirteen sixty six. Parade of Richard Lee there on the microphones outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Democrats have a lead. Well, it's a money lead. A nearly, lead. Nearly one million cash advantage in the House, and they're going up against Kirk Cox. They want to beat Kirk Cox, and uh, th- that's one of the biggest uh, uh, seats that the Democrats want and are, are watching very closely. His district is being rewritten. It's redrawn, so he's running in a, in a almost a 
Democratic district now. And if people get out there and if you don't go vote and Kirk Cox loses and we lose Kirk Cox, it's 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 not like Kirk loses. We lose an incredible person out of the General Assembly. Kirk Cox is phenomenal. He's done so much for us. Well, there's, there's and if we lose him, you know, you should go home and just beat your head against the wall. <laughs> Get out and vote. Get there's, out and vote. Don't let this happen. There's two fundamental different views of the role of government that's at work here. Now, you may like that Democrats will go there and try to implement all kinds of things from gun control to uh, forced uh, insurance companies to do things and, and, and elimination and, of loopholes. Yeah, loopholes, that kind of stuff. So, and then you have Kirk Cox, who actually sees that there's a finite role for government. One a that truly should, a great, it's an unbe- unbelievable guy. But he really is. But the campaign against the Republicans is is very heated right now. We got a million dollars more that are trying to get the Republicans um, out. And let the Democrats come in. So on November 5th, you have a chance to change the General Assembly. And one of these big races is with uh, Glenn Sturdivant and this this woman by the name of Hashim, I think is her name. Hashim. And here's an ad that uh, uh, Hashim is running against Glenn Sturdivant. Ghazala Hashmi chose to work at a community college. This okay, was, okay, that's got Ghazala Hashmi chose to work at a community college. This was the place where she could do the most good for the students. By the way, I'm missing where this makes any difference in the general assembly, but we're, maybe it's where she could get hired. Or maybe so. That's just it. in case. Just in case. Ghazala Hashmi chose to work at a community college. This was the place where she could do the most good for the students who needed it the most. She has a passion for teaching. An amazing leader. A fearless yeah. fighter. Ghazala Hashmi spent her entire life in service of students and families. She's committed to helping the community. That's the Jalal Hashmi I know. When oh. it comes to equal opportunity. She's going to be looking out for everyone. She'll hear everyone's voice. Oh, and everyone's she voice will. And by the way, Glenn Sturdivant wouldn't be. He's not looking for Alfred. That's just the stupidest I commercial. Can you hear my voice? You could help the community by getting out of the race. Just <laughs> That's exactly. go back to the let me, community let me college you where you entirely. wanted to help the students and go help them. But then there's this race. This is... um. Deborah Rodman, she's running against uh, Donovan. See any relation to Dennis Rodman? No, but um, he's Don- Rod Ham, isn't he? Donovan is the Republican. She has held the held the seat, and Deborah Rodman used to be a, a General Assembly um, House of Delegates, and now she's running the Senate to beat Donovan. Here's an ad against, and this is all about health care. And remind you, just to remind you, Delegate Rodman has gotten big money from Planned Parenthood and Ralph Northam's political arm. So she's loaded to cash, ready to take on Donovan. But here's her commercial. I'm Deborah Rodman, and I respect Siobhan Donovan's work as a doctor, but she's forgotten what it's like to sit here with your children and wonder if you can afford the care they need. You know what? I hate the beginning of this. She's forgotten what it's like. What a total pile of horse dung. That's not... She's actually made it easier. She had a bill that made it easier for you to buy a health insurance plan that you want, that you can control to lower your overall cost of health premiums. And this woman, Deborah Rahman, comes out and says she forgot what it's like to be in the waiting room where it costs so much. What do you want her to do? Run a government that taxes people more to pay for it? Here's here's the thing. If if someone's sitting at home thinking about their children, they can't afford health care, they don't have the money to buy a policy— there are programs in place right now. They can get health care 
period. Of course. The, the health care is available for every American, regardless of income level. There's Medicare, there's, Medi- there's Medicaid, there's all kinds of programs out there that you can get. If you can't afford to buy a you big Mac Daddy program. You mean Donovan's care? You mean think she cares? You actually think she cares about people? No, I, I, <laughs> I think this is just complete horse dung sure to convince people that her opponent doesn't care. Here's, here's more about Deborah Rodman. Sit here with your children and wonder if you can afford the care they need. Or worry you can't get insurance because of a pre-existing condition. Senator Donovan wrote the Republican bill that would let insurance companies deny coverage for pre-existing conditions. I'm running for state Senate, and I sponsor this ad because we can't forget. So now health care, you see, here's what's interesting about this whole debate. Deborah Rodman has a bigger heart than anyone. She's just a big liberal. Big heart. Giant heart. And she's able to paint the picture. It's not an accurate heart. It's not a truthful heart, but it's a big heart. She's able to paint this picture that government gets to be the dispenser of health care. Government shouldn't even be involved in health care. Health care is out there for everyone who needs it. And here's another thing. Insurance is not health care. Insurance is a way to pay for health care. Insurance is not health care. Just because you don't have insurance doesn't mean you don't get health care. But this entire argument is now made that Deborah would have a government that gives you health care. And that there's someone out there that would use government to take it away. Do you see how whack this is? It's completely backwards. But if you don't get out and vote on November 5th for Kurt Cox, for Dunavant, for for Glenn uh, Sturdivant, you're going to have a Democrat-run General Assembly. You're not going to like the the picture Virginia paints. At all. It's be very, all. very frightening. You're not going to like it. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. So if the General Assembly is run by Democrats, you can promise one thing. More gun control. In fact, we even have Republicans wanting that. There's a Republican right now, we just talked about this, Castleberg, who thinks that nobody needs a hundred round magazine. I love when a government official decides what you need. Oh, no, you don't need a car. control. I yeah. do. I, I, you should hold your gun steady when you shoot it. and, and No, I want them to go out and take the guns away from the criminals. Then they, they already have the ability to do that. Well, all yeah, they have right. to do is walk Obey down a few alleys up and down <laughs> Hall Street or wherever, wherever, and they'll catch these guys with guns, stop them. But they, you know what? They can't stop them and, and question them. They can't stop them and question them about anything. Because if they do, it'll be a police officer hassling somebody. Right. And is liable to get into a gun battle. So Unbel- the, unbelievable. So the NRA is involved in this race quite heavily. They gave two hundred thousand dollars to Todd Gilbert to run for office, which is good. They also um, are involved in, in the entire Virginia election, making sure that uh, that Virginia holds true and holds to um, the Second Amendment. Trump now, should th- give money down here. Trump should give money to Virginia. There is a senator that has uh, a good take on the Second Amendment, Senator Amanda Chase. Here's what she said this week. And by the way, these comments were found on liberal leftist blogs as an anthem. They can't stand the fact that someone thinks like Senator Amanda Chase. Here's what she said. So um, I am very well grounded on who I am. Um, I'm, I'm strong Second Amendment. 
couldn't get any more stuff, strong second amendment than me on the 100% um, rating with VCDO. Um, I received one dime for the NRA. I wish they would. I wish they write me a check for $200,000. But I just, it, these values are intrinsic to me and to my core. Wow. She's, she's, that's perfect. That's what we need up there. Absolutely. We need people in Richmond who have values that are intrinsic to their core that uphold, I don't know, this thing called the Constitution, Second Amendment, and the right for people to protect themselves. So there you go. That's the contrast. You can have uh, a, a leftist uh, general assembly that has a tax on, on, on your guns, and, or you can have uh, those who will support your Second Amendment principles and rights. All right, coming up. It's amazing. Uh, that the Democrats want to debate for four and a half hours the LGBTQ community. I don't know what that debate's going to look like. I don't either. We'll discuss it next. Your phone calls 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. I have some concerns. of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Breaking news. The United States Navy has confirmed a UFO. You know, and and we may have more breaking news soon because I think they've come... Poor Scott. I think they've come to to, uh, abduct Scott and keep him over the weekend. Just after 534. Teach him some alien manners. Outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. You just heard my co-host, alien believer, friend and brother. It's true. Fox News just reported. Is Richard Lee, yeah. Spotting... An alien craft cruising through our atmosphere. The tenth. Actually, they didn't say. They didn't say it was an alien craft. They said it was a UFO. Mark just gave us the information and said that they identified. They couldn't identify what it was. So therefore, it's alien to you. I know. If you don't know what it is, it's alien. Thousand miles an hour. It's hard to say that either. Actually, do you know that? Did you know? Did you know? You can find this on the internet. But did you know? (laughs) I'm sure. Jeez. That <laughs> if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Facebook was going to put a satellite in outer space. Okay, they were ready to launch it, and and lo and behold, an alien craft flew by and shot it on the on the launch pad in Florida. Okay. Shot that bad boy with a ray gun or whatever they use. Okay. I don't know what kind of weapons. Come back they to use. reality now. That'd be good. Could be special news. Yeah, special weapons. Yeah. But anyway, well, it's obviously yeah. a special yeah. weapon because it's alien. But they really did shoot this rocket on the launch pad. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. They slowed the film down real slow. So what happened to that rocket? And this little thing goes. I think that was the game Centipede. And the rocket goes. No. Boom. Like a lack of boom. That's what it did. Blew up on the launch pad. I was impressed. Yeah. yeah that's impressive. I don't think Facebook needs a freaking satellite. <laughs> If anything, they need to be shut down. Well, I'm just kidding. We're live on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. All right. I apologize for anything <laughs> Scott may have just said about Facebook. How right. humiliating. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. CNN just released details to a four-and-a-half-hour LGBT town hall debate. Uh, what are they going to debate? I mean, they're all liberals. What are they going to debate? 
Well, it's a town hall, so they'll take questions from the audience at Novo Theater in Los Angeles on October 10th. So it's which, not a debate. It's a feel-good thing. Yeah, but all the presidential candidates will be there. It coincides with the 31st anniversary of the National Coming Out Day. Including Trump? Mm. No, Trump won't be there. Trump won't They're be Democrat there. Democrat candidates. So um, a four and a half hours. Each candidate will have 30 minutes to answer questions from the moderators and audience members. Are there, are there enough questions in the four and a half hours to ask about the LGBT? I mean, where's Trump's statement on that, by the way? There's, remind us how perfect this has to be said. Trump says that. LGBTQ community. That's perfect. What if... It's almost like he's trying to emphasize. What if several more candidates drop out before... It'll be Are a, they going to cut the time yeah, back? Yeah, it won't be four hours to three and a half hours to three hours. Yeah. But seriously, I mean, what are, are, are this is what I one thing that's amazing to me. Is this the, and it, by the way, it is, this race and gender are the issues in the Democratic uh, race for president. I didn't realize that we as a country have such a crisis in the LGBT. What is it, Trump? What is the thing again? LGBTQ. I didn't, didn't realize there was such a crisis in that community that we needed a four and a half hour debate to discuss just that. Nothing else. Just that. Are there enough questions to ask about the LGBTQ community that we have to have all nine or however many candidates come to a stage and debate this and talk about it? Are you going to watch it? What's the crisis? Well, I'm missing the crisis here. Is there a crisis that I'm missing? What are they going to say? Yeah, it's, it has to have a rating, I would think. Because what oh, are we talking gonna about? Have a, it's going to be like bleep, 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 bleep. I find this, I find this amazing that that this issue requires so much attention and time. Is there? Is Can there you a, imagine Beto O'Rourke? He's going to come out and say, "If you want me to, I'll turn gay. I'll be gay right now. <laughs> that's exactly I'll be gay right do. now, and that's then we'll go get the guns." That's, exa- that's funny. That's exactly right. Well, what do is it? Whatever he has to do. See, this is why it makes me wonder: are there are there special privileges? Is there a special something that the LGBT needs special a treatment on that that no one else has? Is there is there some kind of hierarchy of importance that's found only in the LGBT community and no one else has? Are they going to discuss all eighty some genders that they've come up I, with? I, I, your good question. Could you imagine the Democrats trying to trip over themselves to answer every possible question around gender and all that? Right. You're going to watch it? Of course. (laughs) I'll I'll record it for you. Good. Record it because I'm not. But this is a... uh, I might watch some of it. This might be interesting. This is interesting because what's happening is the LGBT movement has instigated lawsuits about alleged discrimination. They've kind of committed to a cultural war, as it, as, it, as it were, to divide Americans. Now we have a four and a half hour debate on it. They're targeting American youth. We know that. They're now in libraries, children's activities, youth sports programs. They're all about LGBTQ. In fact, the United Soccer Coaches just this week has dubbed September 16th to the 22nd as Pride Week. And teams across the country can show their support for the LGBT community by wearing rainbow shoelaces. I am beginning to think that if you have a different position than the LGBT community, you can be bullied 
bullied. These are, these are the groups of people who don't want to be bullied, but they are now bullying Americans if they don't agree with this lifestyle. This is now part of the normal process. If you don't want to wear shoelaces with rainbow and you're playing soccer, guess what happens to you? I, I guarantee this. this is, we've already seen this. The women's soccer team. Nothing's going to happen to you. They're going to let you wear the rainbow. They're going to make you wear the rainbow. That's what they're going to do. This yeah. is about bullying. Rainbow what sounds. Returns. What if your kid says, I like those shoelaces. I want to wear them. You know, kids are going to like rainbow shoelaces. Is that the first step? Well, if they just like rainbow shoelaces, it's fine. But actually, the LGBT community has co-opted the rainbow. So what if they go to school and teacher says, let me explain to you what your shoelaces mean? Yeah. Well, that'll happen, I'm sure. It means pride festival. It means you should be prideful that people are living in this LGBTQ lifestyle. I, I Pride just, festival. I, I don't. Someone help me understand what an LGBTQ issue is and a a right that don't have today or why we need a four and a half hour debate on CNN to discuss these issues. Oh, wow. Scott took my pen. Did you lose your pen again? No, this is my pen in my hand. That's my pen. Now, but you now, can use it. Now, Richmond cool is participating. Richmond now has Pride Festival 2019. Presented when? by Capital One. It's coming up Saturday, September 28th, from noon to 8 p.m. on Brown's Island. That... They're going to celebrate love. They're going to celebrate equality and diversity. Was it last year they had to be gay for a day? Uh, I think it was a couple years ago they did the gay for Are they going to do that again? I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that. It's a family activity, though. There's families can come to this and, and watch um, the Pride Festival as we celebrate, I guess, with RuPaul's Drag Race. Which will be there? That sounds like a RuPaul, RuPaul drag race and drag Dragella, which apparently is a drag queen of some port. So Pride Festival, take oh, your kids, get your kids together. Drag, oh, drag queen. I yeah. thought you meant cars. Yeah, no, that's what it would be nice for a family event. But this is line up your kids, family event <clears throat> at the Pride Festival Saturday, September twenty eighth. Go and enjoy the um, drag queens and RuPaul's drag race. Bring bring your four year olds and five year olds in kindergartens. Is RuPaul going to be there? RuPaul's Drag Race, it says. I don't know. On Ghana from RuPaul's Drag Race will be there. So not RuPaul himself or herself. Or... Yeah, I don't, don't know. I don't know, but I'm that. sure they can work don't, it don't in. All right, your phone call's next. Four came out wrong. 1366-454-1366. Coming up, Trudeau and his new <laughs> black face, brown face. Hey, he's got something in common with Ralphie Boy. Hey, you Ralphie. know what, Trudeau? Did everything, arms, legs, the whole thing. head, the that's whole impressive. nine yards. Unbelievable. It He's... wasn't brown face, it was brown Trudeau. That's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. I've just about had enough of you. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The commissar in the Soviet Union who went out to one of those state collective farms, grabbed the first worker he came to, said, how are the crops? Oh, he said, the crops never have been better, just wonderful. He said, how about potatoes? Oh, he said, comrade commissar, if we could put the potatoes in one pile, they would reach the foot of God. And the commissar said, this is the Soviet Union. There is no God. He said, that's all right. There are no potatoes. <laughs> oh, I'm missing. 
jokes are like that. Trump has some of the best lines and tweets of all time. This week, uh, Trump was upset about the New York Times uh, and Kavanaugh story and lying about it. Here's what he said about everybody. I call for the resignation of everybody. (laughs) That's just. I love that. I call for the resignation of who? Everybody. I call for the resignation of everybody. (laughs) That's the New York Times. Exactly. Everybody at the New York Times needs to sign and sign up and, and get out. Same as CNN. They need to get out. Well, that's what. Trump was actually referring to, but it's funny that he kind of said that resignation of everybody. I call for the resignation of everybody. <laughs> you right. know, if you worked for a company and suddenly the president wants everybody to resign, what do you do? You just stay there and say, sure. <laughs> well, whatever. I love when uh, liberals set a trap. They set up uh, a paradigm. They set up the world to say, there's no forgiveness. What you do in life, you'll always haunt you. You're always a racist for some. And then it actually traps them. Trudeau is one of those, and so was Ralph Northam, by the way, who's the big leftist. Yeah, exactly. Trudeau's a crazy, out-of-control loon leftist, too. Let me remind you of something that happened in, in one of his town hall meetings. Listen to this. Maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to... Uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because oh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We can all learn from each other. That's That's right. So let's go in the back and get black faced up. (laughs) (laughs) Trudeau is, he's just a huge leftist goofball. (laughs) He calls Donald Trump a racist. And then they come up with a photograph where he didn't just do black face, he did black body. He had, and they didn't even call it black, they called it brown face. (laughs) I found that funny. But he did his entire body and not just once. <laughs> right. And not just twice. <laughs> I mean, who knows how many times, but you could, they can prove three. Does that mean that Trudeau's no longer, everything he's done in life is now irrelevant because of this? This is the way the left thinks. I mean, now, even though when he said that. So we'd like you to. Look we, we like to say people kind. Yeah, even when he tried that, he said, look, this, people is, kind. this is how I reach out to people. I'll show them. Mankind is no longer acceptable. People kind is the way to say it. By the way, there's not anyone on the planet Earth that when they hear mankind only thinks of man. Nobody. Mankind is like all human beings, but Justin Trudeau is such a liberal leftist feel-goodism bonehead that he has to change it to, what was it again? What was it? People People kind. We we like to say people kind. (laughs) We like to say people kind. (laughs) Uh, Even how he said it, you're right. She should have turned around and said people kind. People kind. People kind are good people kind. People kind. You're mocking me, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, we're mocking you. Say people kind. What about Mannheim steamrollers? Is it going to have to be human Mannheim? No, you can't be steamroller or Peopleheim steamroller. Peopleheim, yeah. Because they have to drop man off of everything. Justin Trudeau. You can't be manhandled. You have to be people handled. I'm I'm so sick of this whole thing. I'm glad I I love it. I love this stuff. Manipulated? I don't think so. You have to be (laughs) people ipulated. And who even knows what that means? Manipulate is a word. It's not manual. It's manipulated. That's the right way to say it. You but can't. you can't because it's three letters that say man. Mani- manipulated. It doesn't say The only person that can manipulate it you is a man. man. It's not how you say the word. What about woman You're completely manipulated. wrong. You're completely wrong. Women, wi- 
Women are the big manipulators. The bigger one would be. Can you man- call it women Ma- Manual transmission would be more accurate. But n- manipulation. Yeah. What is not about accurate. the manual transmission? It's no longer a manual transmission. Now it's a human. Don't, don't you love that Trudeau got caught up in his own liberal crap? Don't you love it? I, I, I actually, after hearing all the crap he said about Trump, absolutely. It's so perfect. Four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. That's a wrap. It's not an edible wrap. No, it's not. Because it's full of horse dung. As in almost every story we covered today, the people involved are full of horse dung. Except this one. So if you like horse dung, you know, we did hear from a farmer who talks about dung, how it feeds (laughs) beetles and such. But there is this story. I'm a fan of the beetle. I'm not sure where he was going with that. There is this story. This is an amazing story. The, the, The Freedom From Religion Foundation tried to shut down prayer at a football game in Opelika, Alabama. Freedom From Religion. So last Friday, the students in the stadium led the entire stadium and the football team in the Lord's Prayer. Sounds like they were being manipulated. They tried to be, and they fought back 7,000 people praying. 7,000 people at a, strong. At a, people, at a football game. I wonder what that does to the left. When they hear one person praying, they get upset. But 7,000 Sounds like a back, Trump rally. Who fought back against... A government trying to silence them. You Unbelievable. Can't do it. It's a great story. That happened last Friday under the lights in Opelika, Alabama. Hear about the Trump rally in New Mexico? Yeah. People were manipulated. Where he said to he was thrown out of the place. He said they he was going to fire everybody. They I were, call for the resignation of everybody. <laughs> he was, uh, he had thousands of people outside the building. Outside. Just wanted to catch a glimpse. He's a big man, manipulator. All right, check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Takes You to Our Page. Two great videos there. One is a list of the climate lies and Goodbye America. What is that climate about? Climate lies. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Takes You Directly to Our Page. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe in your commute this afternoon. And we will see you every Friday right here on 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW, The Answer. Why don't you just check yourself into the old fool's home while I still have a bed left? This stinks. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.